Yeah. The irritating thing I've learned about my lunch breaks when I take it, it's at a quiet time of day, 11 o'clock, before shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. And it never fails. Like 15 minutes in, someone will come in and start like banging pots and pans together or running the vacuum over the hardwood floor <laughs> or something. Why do you run a vacuum over a hardwood floor? Just to irritate me is the only reason I can imagine. This is Superhero Time with XV. Because you're not as clever as I am, Ken. Hey, Mickey. That's a terrible cow, Ken. Paladin. Woohoo, not me. Ken. Stop talking to me. And Fort Max. Needly, needly, needly. So this week on Superhero Time, um, where's Ken? Probably getting goiled. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> so our episode title is Ken's Getting Oiled. And there's the highlight of the start of the show. Let's just go ahead and jump forward to the end of what felt like several hours of excruciatingly boring, unsalvageable podcast. All right, let's just cancel this podcast and start over from the beginning. So this week on Superhero Time... We're going straight to the weekly. Oh, okay. We tried this once before in alternate continuity, and it sucked. Yeah, sure, alternate continuity. Uh, Mickey, I'm having you do the summary because um, I don't trust Paladin to get past this one scene. Which one scene? Uh, The scene that can be punned. Oh, dear. I hope I remember this episode. When did you watch it? Certainly, thankfully, I don't remember this episode. Uh, last Tuesday. Oh. Okay, well, that should be interesting. Let's do this thing. I was okay. busy today, or else I would have prepared to do it myself. So, in the middle of night, uh, some random street musicians are being attacked by a monster, which the crowd is delighted by. Uh, and who... Are we supposed to hate the monster for attacking... Street musicians and self-addicting girls and gay couples and old people. Like, honestly, I saw this and it just, I thought of, like, it was um, the start of a Garo episode. Yeah, I kind of get that. Except, you know, with nets and things instead of eating people. Or stabbing people. Either way works. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess a net makes it easier to eat them. They can't really get away so fast. But then all this dark, ominous setup goes away when uh, Viking Bunky declares, All right, it's most extreme elimination time. Let's have a game show where you fight to the death. Where's Mr. Referee when you need him? Roll battle! No one challenged anyone to a metabot fight. (laughs) So, of course, so why would he show up? So no one gets hurt. But it's not an official Metabot battle. All right. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, uh, Uncle is still really, really crazy. <laughs> Which, this type of character would easily be very irritating in the wrong show. But this is the right show. Yes, and um, 
his increasing level of mental instability <laughs> just gets more and more amusing. The only way he could be a better character right now is if he was literally uncle from Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> with the with the arm waving and everything. Though he does some of that anyway. So, um Eagle wants to know, where's the two ladies at? Well, they went shopping. By themselves? Can they handle that? They don't have a penis, will they be alright? That's okay, a dick went with them. Yeah, well, Leo chased after them because he didn't want them to have any fun on their own. Leaving Tusk behind to do their laundry. You know, Leo's a lion, but he really acts more like a dog. Well, aren't lions kind of supposed to be dog-like? Not to my knowledge. But, you know, he's all friendly and attention-seeking when he'd be involved in everything you're doing. Like, he he is basically just a golden retriever. Yeah, that does sound really irritating, like a dog. Yeah. So I quickly catch up to the ladies and says, Why don't you let me go with you? I, I would have gone if you asked. Because I hate you, <laughs> says Sella. Yeah, and... <laughs> She really shines in this episode, I think. <laughs> yes, this is her chance to be a uh, character. Instead of just standing there being blue. Yes, and her character apparently is hateful. Yes, well, she is a shark. She has cold black eyes and a soul with no love. Right. Well, granted, that's, soul, that's mostly just uh, how she acts towards Leo. The others are like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't piss off a shark. Alright, so catching back up with Viking Bunky. Um, he started his uh, Street Fighter tournament here at the, the park. And he's having his and, own version of the Invest game. And uh, he's having two best friends uh, fight and, to uh, escape. Plus, isn't this where one of the Invest game stages was? I think so. Yeah. Seems likely. So up in space, Penis is like, oh, this is so perverse. Bring me more wine and grapes. <laughs> Wait, are we just calling him, like, straight-up Penis now? Yeah. It's one letter away. Why not? Uh, I, call, I called him Dungeon Master last week. Because, oh. you know, he's the one calling the game. Or, I guess the obvious choice is hedonism, but... Yes. <laughs> So friend number one steadily beats the shit out of friend number two, and he's released. Hooray, you win. The other guy, well, he's going to get turned into a barrel for all time. And tossed into space. Uh... <laughs> this so is you know, some you know how... Showa-era madness. So you know how last episode they were blowing up all those cars all over the place, and like you can't really sc- uh, skirt around the civilian casualties for that? Mm-hmm. I guess this is where they cross the line by, you know, actually throwing people out into space as people. Well, as barrels. Well, well, no, but I mean, I think turning them into well, barrels is what makes it permissible. That's a really messed up thing to do. Turning like, them you're going to live forever because or... you don't breathe anymore, and you're just going to float through space for all eternity. Maybe if you're Alone. lucky, you'll grow into a black hole. <laughs> While the other one will uh, have will have to live with uh, 
live with it for the rest of his life. <laughs> there are a remarkable number of civilians dying this early in the series. Paladin's coming to us from beyond the grave. Yeah. But he's right, yes. This is a surprisingly bloody series for as comedic as it is. I just can't wait to see the new episodes and see, like, all the creative ways they find to kill people. So, uh, as the rangers make the scene to save the day, uh, Viking Bonky captures Blue and Yellow with his teleport net or whatever. And he spirits them away off to fight to the death, leaving White behind to fight the Amoebas. Thankfully, uh, she finds the revert button on the barrel's ass. <laughs> Convenient that they put one of those on there. But why is it a big red button on his butt she pressed to turn him out of a barrel? I think it's a special bonus feature. So, like, as the barrel's floating through space, if it bumps into something on the right side... It turns back into a person, and then they die in the cold vacuum of space. Sure, let's go with that. Why so else does he even have a reset button on the barrel in the first place? What if, like, the referee decided, no, wait, he cheated, so we need to switch things up? No, I don't think they really care. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, the team begins to search uh, for yellow and blue. Um... And what the hell's Red's name? I can't even remember at this point. Yamato. Yamato, thank you. Uh, he can't even find them even with his super eyes. That must mean they're in a building somewhere. Or Wait, perhaps so... around a corner. So the leader has uh, great eyes. Mm-hmm. Does that mean he has supervision? Hello? Did anyone hear that? Oh, we heard it. <laughs> I hope all that dead space remains in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. You've thrown me under the bus for less than that. <laughs> yes, and throwing Mickey under the bus just involves sitting here in silence for literally 30 seconds. What out of refusal to acknowledge. Oh, Fort Mac has the radio again. Very strange how that happens. Which one of us will have audio problems tonight? The answer is all of us. Well, I don't have audio problems per se. It's just like I had to adjust my mixer for other things and then trying to get it tuned back in. Well, as soon as I start Cyloning, it will be a full full house. Um, Fort Max. Yes. You've been a radio for a minute now. Are you having an We're issue? We're apparently picking up transmissions from uh, another source. Is it another Black podcast? A better one, maybe? Okay, is that better? Yes. Okay. For now. Okay, well, Yamato and regroups the others in the park, and he looks over and sees a bitch. <laughs> and he has a great idea. Hey, that dog she's walking could be a clue. <laughs> Well, one of these people is a fish, 
So she probably stinks really bad. <laughs> so why don't you use Tusk's super nose instead of my supervision? And we'll just sniff out where they're at. But where are they? Well, they're in the boxing ring. Or maybe a wrestling ring. I don't know. What's the difference? Is there a difference? I don't know. Pellin, is there a difference? I doubt it. Okay, we'll go with that then. Nobody's watching, so it must be a boxing ring. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Okay, so... This setup, same as the first. You two are trapped. You can't leave. You've got to fight to survive. Otherwise, we'll zap you or something. Turn you both into barrels. Is this Ryuki? No, because it's actually in a And there's no terrible mirror special effects. Well, it was 2003. Give him a break. Or was it 2002? Two? I remind Uh, you that Jurassic Park happened in 1993. Yes, with like 50,000 times the money. No excuse. All right, so Leo quickly decides, okay, I'll pummel her. <laughs> and the fight begins as Yamato, Tusk, and Cat. Um, Amu. Amu, yes. Rush back to the ranch to dig out Leo's old socks. Uh, Tusk is resistant to the idea of smelling his socks. Him? No, not at all. But uh, th- through Amu's and Yamato's insistence, he relents and just holds it up and breathes in deep. Just as Uncle rounds the corner and realizes that, oh, Tusk is a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> There's a simple explanation for that. I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> It's a deep and very complicated explanation. See, back when he was a child, his mother used to hold up socks to his nose. And this reminds him of her. It's not sexual! He just gets an erection from it. (laughs) That's not sexual, it's more reliving child abuse. Speaking of abuse... Regular tail erection. Well, we don't know where his trunk goes when he's, uh, you know, in human form. When his pants. Anyway, uh, Sela is not happy at Leo trying to fight her. Because he's not really trying. And she's one of these nutsos that's only happy if someone's actually trying to kill them in a fight. Uh, or just trying to win. Yeah. So uh, she has a flashback to the time that they were in some kind of tournament versus cell or something. I don't know. Uh, what the fuck was that? Which one of you stole a baby? <laughs> so first Fort Max was a radio and now um, a police car? Does somebody have a parrot? That was not a bird noise. Are you sure? That might have been like a... something screaming. That might have been a fire alarm. Like a disco siren? Whoop whoop. Disco inferno. God damn, that was gonna be an intro quote, isn't it? Well it is now. 
I heard you typing. You were already putting the time code down. No, I was trying to type in the Skype chat, but it's not going through. Oh. Okay, anyway, okay, uh, back in Jew World flashback, she's remembering fighting Leo, and he keeps pulling all her punches, and just when he had won, uh, he screwed up enough so that she could recover. And she's all like, you were holding back because I'm a girl. And he's like, I was holding back because you were a girl. <laughs> also, that arena was stupid. Cause, like, it seemed a little dangerous. Well, okay, it's not just that, though, but, like, the audience is down at ground level. And they're on that block, like, you know, 40 stories in the air where nobody can see what's going on. Maybe it was the arena for the bird people. Oh. What were the other people doing down at the bottom? Uh, they're watching the birds fight in the water. Oh, okay. Do we lose Fort Max? Well, Fort Max hasn't said anything in a little bit. Yeah, sorry about that. I uh, had a, some smoke from uh, the oven finally decided to finally made its way over to the smoke detector. <laughs> so it was an alarm. Yeah. Well, I knew that. What were you cooking? Was it pizza? Oh, I think yeah. the question is, what were you burning? <laughs> Uh, what was burning was probably something that had uh, dripped onto the uh, floor of the oven at some point. Was yeah, a that baby. tends to happen. <laughs> I'm not hearing no. I don't know what my brothers cooked in there, so. <laughs> you realize you had a brother. Fort Max oh, is this like a metaphorical brother, like we're all uh, your brothers. Fort Max has no, only mentioned his brother, brother. Uh, you know, yeah. dozens of times. I don't pay attention to anyone other than myself. You know this. Right, so anyway. <laughs> now that we know um, Fort Max's house isn't burning down. Good, yes. Did we lose Paladin again? No, no, I just don't have anything interesting to say. Oh, okay. Never stopped you before. Oh. <laughs> All right, so... um. After Stella complains about, you threw that fight because I'm a girl, and he's like, I didn't want to hit a girl because that's wrong. She's like, you're going to hit a girl. Like, no, I don't want to. Well, fine, let's just fight for real. I'll kill you. <laughs> and then he kind of kicks her ass. For a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, she does spread grape jelly on his cheek first. And, well, if that drips down to his scarf, it's never coming out. <laughs> because he won't wash I don't it. I know how many times I want to know how many times they had to reshoot this fight due to Leo's wig falling off. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just super glued it to his hair. Do you think that was actually like a weave they put in? Like an enormous weave. That would be terrible. It'd be so painful. <laughs> yeah. And hot. Anyway, so uh, right as they're each going for the killing blow, they both pull their punch. Proving that they're both kind of hypocrites. Or that they both really like each other and don't want to hurt each other. I don't know. Maybe that's the, the more optimistic take on it. But or, anyway. Or it might be that Yamato no, came in and yelled at them to stop. Mm. Either way, the cavalry's here, and he's rescued their morphers from Viking Bunky. Uh, how did you ever find this place? Well, your feet smell really, really bad. <laughs> And one of you smells like fish. And the other one is Sela. Surprisingly, it was not the shark. Paladin's a little slow today. So, 
Power's restored. Villain's trap defeated. Let's morph and kick some ass. Uh, so they ring the box bell in the boxing ring, and suddenly we're outside a factory somewhere. No, okay. I think it's actually outside the arena. Is it? Because it really kind of looks like they're on an oil no, rig. It's outside the arena. We've this is the this ugliest arena I have ever seen. Well, Japan. We've seen this also, area Also, I think before. it may be the back where they have the loading docks. Probably. Because probably over on the other side they have a football game in progress or something. Football or football? Whatever. It's all balls to me. Intro quote. <laughs> Alright, so as pre- pretty predictable that it's going to come down to blue and yellow versus Viking Bunky. And they fight and they use their special monstery powers. Which I'm really disappointed that Sela's animalistic upgrade thing isn't like a giant toothy mouth that comes out of her helmet to the gets all chompy. I guess that would have taken too much remolding. Too much special such, effects. Well, everyone else gets like, you know, attack parts. She gets a fin, which Yeah, but then she gets to be Sonic the Hedgehog. That is not an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> it is if your tails. That's fair. <laughs> and knuckles. So, finisher time, and we get a chompy, toothy attack finisher, which is due. I did like that part, yes. That's uh, So, uh, Narnia comes down and puts a coin inside the bonky. And was there anything interesting in this fight? Uh, the giraffe vacuum, maybe? Yeah, I suppose the draft vacuum is okay. When he sucks up the net, that traps right? Because you know, because you know, catch it, catch the other two cube animals in a net. No, don't use the cutting implement that you have. Send out the giraffe to suck the net off. Because really, if you want to get some sucked off, a giraffe is the best way to do it. They have a really deep throat, long tongue too. What the hell is wrong with giraffes? <laughs> the, the dumbest animal. <laughs> anyway, the episode ran, wraps up back at the ranch where uh, Uncle is once again convinced that Tusk is a pervert who likes smelling people's socks. And he won't right. hear any different. And then we get the message of, there's nothing cool about overpowering a girl. Even if she wants it. <laughs> <laughs> Which just puts this episode in a really dubious area of gray feminism. Like, okay, should you not beat up girls or should you beat up girls? Uh, Fort Mike's had another alarm. I know. (laughs) And elsewhere, there's a Rastafarian gorilla. It's another little shanty in the woods. There's a lot going on in these woods. Yeah. So that's next week then, I guess. It is incredibly sad. Does <laughs> penis? Does it matter? <laughs> what causes this, anyway? Uh, some muscle disorder, I think. Hey, yeah, screw it. <laughs> 
bet your Fort Max just has a radio on next to the headset. To the expectations <laughs> of his well, I wish I'm well on his keyboarding playing. <laughs> I wouldn't post mean comments about him online. Well, you, you know, he had a muscle removed. It was painful. What? <laughs> the hell? Hopefully not the same time. <laughs> I don't know, chicken and sex. That's Well, no, I was more waffles. thinking like, you know, don't have sex with a chicken. Oh. Fort Max. Unless they're 18, then it's okay. Fort Max? I think his house actually is on fire now. So Fort Max turned the radio off, but it hasn't come back. But we it's were the list- best episode we've done in years. But Fort Max, we were listening to that. How rude. We do not understand the plight of the chicken. Apparently not. Boy, in here I thought we didn't even need Ken. Ah, <sighs> that alarm keeps going off for whatever reason. I think uh, the battery's out. Hello? Hi, yes, Fort we're, Max. We're here. Okay. Vicky suggested taking the batteries out. Uh, the one that's going off is the it's the hardwired one connected to the to the alarm system. Oh well, that's even easier. Like just pulled up the wall and cut the wire. I'm not sure that's the definition of easier. Well, sure it is. You want to take a battery out then? How many dead babies did your brother burn in the microwave, Fort Max? I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Fort Max, why do you turn into a radio sometimes? I don't know what the heck is causing that. We were listening to a very interesting story about some keyboard player who eats chicken and has sex. After they had a muscle removed. Yeah. I, I don't that... know where the heck that would be coming from. <laughs> I think they mentioned Japan, but there are mean comments being said about him on the internet. Yeah. Oh, we don't like to say mean things on the internet. It's not polite. We usually just don't comment. Well, it depends who we're, you know, not commenting about. I don't comment about no one. Boy, Mickey, we're going to have such a not comment conversation next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to not say so much stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to secretly record all of it, make it into a podcast. You listen anonymously. So I can't remember the last time we did an episode of Superhero Time that came in under an hour. But we appear to have done that this week. My recording is only just now coming up on 50 minutes. This has probably most of that could be cut out. This has by far been the shittiest episode of Superhero Time in years. Congratulations, everybody. We still haven't bottomed out. (laughs) Like, Like, we're back to 2010 level shit here. That, that's about Pokemon. Well, we will later this year when Sun and Moon come out. Pokemon S and M. So, uh, don't Google that. That Digimon episode or movie. Speak Quinch is in a try up to download. Well, that's what Fort Max is referencing. I, I, so, so, I mean, spoilers then, huh? Good. Well, yes, the Digimon spoiler dies. is something you could probably guess in two minutes. Le- Leomon's okay, right? Yeah. 
Okay, good. He's fine. There's a nice farm somewhere. Ah, yeah, they are. Excellent. I mean, you kind of have to farm Leo Mons at the turnover rate you get with those. <laughs> you have a stockpile of them. Uh-huh. Just, you know, keep cycling new ones in. Nobody will really know the difference. Yeah, so I guess we're not talking about Digimon because Mickey hasn't watched it yet. I'm sorry. So, I like, can watch it right now. We've got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, it'll only take you two hours to watch it. We can right. watch the, the Digimon game that's frustrating the hell out of David right now. Uh, Cyber Sleuth? That's yeah. most of them, isn't it? He's in in-game content. Okay, I don't know anything about the game. No, well, it's it gets hard. But in a good way, not a and stupid way. And the localization way. was kind of half-assed. Yeah, it's very TV Nihani. <laughs> and, like, it has, like, stuff where the text in the selection boxes will spill over into the other boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Everything else about it looks good, though. Oh, it's a great game. Uh, if you have a system that'll play on, I'd recommend you get it. Uh, get a PSTV. Hey, Those things are like five bucks each now. That's true. Yeah, that would work. But yeah, um, I enjoyed it a lot more. I'm enjoying it rather a lot more than I enjoyed X and Y. But X, X and Y, y that's good. good, but it felt so empty. Like the whole yeah, game was just an excuse. To, like we got to build a new engine, but we got to put a game around it first. Like it's training wheels for the next game, I think. No, see, what felt empty was um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire because that was basically taking the same engine, taking all the interesting stuff out of it. I'm thinking of it more like that. Although I did like that. Uh... Navigator thing they put in to easily catch stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, the Poké Radar is a good thing. Um, also, it had too much water, 7.8 out of 10. See, I'm thinking more of the original Ruby and Sapphire versus Fire Red and Leaf Green. Ruby and Sapphire were kind of like a prototype for the much better game. Mm. That's kind of what I'm hoping is going to happen with XY and Sun Moon. Maybe. Well, we'll find out Around Christmas time, I guess. I look forward to the release week episode where we're all just sitting here playing it and not talking about anything. That'd be better like, than this episode. Like, yeah. Assuming there's also a show worth watching that week. Jiroger will still be on. I yeah. if it's Christmas. Well, around Christmas. They, they usually have a uh, Christmas a episode around Christmas. It's New Year's that they sometimes take off. Oh, right, right. Then they have the New Year's episode the week after New Year's. When everybody's tired of New Year's. Yeah. Well, it's Sentai. You can't, like, enjoy it. Plus, it will be a recap, probably. Maybe. Not necessarily. Maybe it'll be part two of the Go On Your Save Santa Claus. Of course, the Tokyo recap episode was really good, though. Because it ended up with the the concert and the train car. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Monica Solo. Yeah. Yes. And Akira cosplaying Elvis. Yes. <laughs> okay, watching let's put Sentai, this on. Hmm? Watching Sentai is such a bipolar experience. Is there like, the greatest thing that you're just completely enraptured with? Or is the ninja? <laughs> Kamen Rider has much, has much more subtle levels of good and bad to it. Sentai, it's, it's on or off like a fucking light switch. Yeah, pretty much. 
The problem is when the switch flips in the middle of the series. I wonder who forgot, who forgot to flip our switch today. They haven't flipped know. it in six years. Why would they start now? Well, no, we had a really good episode last week, I think. The one I wasn't on? Oh. Either that or anything the week before. Which I wasn't on. Oh. It's all my fault. <laughs> See, yes. Yes, like, here I was all prepared to blame Ken for tonight. Apparently it's my fault. Huh. You guys are better off without me. Huh. Well, starting next week, the all-new, all-different superhero time. With Wolverine. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a radio-free Cybertron production. What a terrible episode. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.